Aaron Whitlow. And I am Brandon Spivey, and welcome back to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Aaron's having a little situation, if you will. I am. Today uh, we're doing Scream 6, Aaron. It's yeah, over. Scream it's over. 20, it's over. It is finally over. Before we touch on that, uh, I would like to uh, mention real briefly uh, the passing of Lance Reddick. Um, are you familiar with him at all? He's from John Wick. That's what I know him from. Uh, yeah, so i known him. He was on The Wire, uh, which was a one of the best like crime police procedural shows in the history of those shows. But I know him mainly from a show that your boy Joshua Jackson is the name Joshua Jackson. Yeah, Joshua Jackson. Yeah, he was uh, he was on Fringe. He was like the lieutenant in Fringe. That's where I kind of came to know him at his own from, from Fringe, and so I. And, you know, I follow him on Facebook, so I love his posts. He posts, like, daily, uh, like, different things, especially him at his home with his dogs and things. And uh, he, he died um, all of a sudden in his home at age 60. Uh, I'm not sure of why he died. I don't know if it's a heart attack or whatever. Seems like he's in pretty good health. Um, but, yeah, uh, Lance, uh, Lance Reddick, dead at 60. Um, Thoughts and prayers with his family and friends, uh, those that knew him in the industry. He will be missed. Uh, you know him as John Wick as the concierge, um, yeah. which he was good in that role. You know, he just like he, he just was a fantastic, underrated actor. That, uh, I, mean, I that, agree. I liked him. I, I really liked him a lot in the last John Wick film. Uh, I thought he had more to do, and uh, he just he brought a lot. To that franchise, I think that probably goes on unnoticed. But uh, I know he also was in um, Lost. Uh, Cody, mm-hmm. my friend Cody, told me about it earlier. He was truly upset about it because he had a connection with him. You know, um, he also said he was in. Well, I said he was in Resident Evil, which I didn't get to see the show on Netflix. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is sad though. I mean. Um, well, I do want uh, uh, moving on from uh, Lance. Uh, you know, like I said, thoughts and prayers with him and his family. Moving on, I want you to be able to have a take a moment to rant. So we're gonna let Brandon rant <laughs> about a little movie that Brandon recently saw. Uh, uh, and and go ahead, man. Say what you want to say. <laughs> say what I want to say. I really wasn't going to say anything. I mean, it's just unfortunate because a lot of fans think that, you know, the DC kind of did too much too soon. You know, they, they put the Justice League movie out there. And of course, we know all the drama that happened with that, but they didn't take their time to build the characters. But it seems like here lately... They have been taking the time to build characters. And then James Gunn comes on board and just kind of fires the OGs, so to speak. Well, most of them. He's fired The Rock. He's fired Henry Cavill. Ben Affleck has turned turned him down to direct a Batman movie. 
uh, Brave and the Bold, I believe. So everything they have been planning is not going to happen. So I kind of made a post about it yesterday when I was getting ready to watch the first Shazam movies. Like it doesn't matter. So it kind of kills the excitement. But anyway, I went and seen it, and I actually had a really good time. And then they set up something with the first end credit scene, and I'm like, it's not even going to happen. Why? Why? <laughs> you know? And and it, it it connects to Black Adam, and I'm like, you son of a gun. You know? Literally. literally. <laughs> it's like, and people come out of the theaters like, man, that was really good. It was really fun. And it's like, yeah, it was. It was a really good movie and no one's going to go see it because they know it doesn't matter. Same thing's going to happen to Aquaman, whatever they're mm-hmm. going to set up. And the flash is, yeah, I said what I said. They, they rather fire the originals and keep the criminal, but you know, <laughs> is it not true? You're right. Who's staying? Who's leaving and who is staying? Enough said. <laughs> and, and my thing is he's upsetting people. He's now going to direct the Superman movie. Of course he is. What if people boycott that movie? What do you do then? <coughs> you got no future. You know, I don't know. It's just, I hate what they're doing. I, uh, I'd rather have the old regime back. You know, I, just, yeah. I don't like it, but you know, it, it is what it is. This concludes Brandon's rant. <laughs> James Gunn. All right, uh, and then I have my own rant, Brandon, that I want to uh, talk about. I do have a rant. This is new. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. All right, rant, so, so I, I years ago. <laughs> watched because, like, when we started watching the Scream stuff, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and finally watch the uh, Scream series again. Like, I seen the first season, then, like, I seen, like, the first episode of the second season, and I didn't see anything past that point. Can and I so... Real quick? I warned yeah. him not to watch season three. I told him not to watch it. Yeah. So, you did okay. warn me. Uh, and I did watch season three, uh, which there it is. I bring it in the top corner there. Uh, but it, let me talk about season one and two. Because season three has nothing to do with season one and two mm-hmm. at all. And season two, what's frustrating, is season two sets up the end, sets up for season three to continue the whole Brandon James, the whole, uh, you know, Emma yeah. uh, type of story going forward. But when you reboot the series, and I don't mind that they, re- they rebooted it with like like in Atlanta and, and did that. That's fine. Um, but I just you gotta tie everything back in together somehow, man. Get weave it back in, and that's what I was hoping would happen. But no, no. Also, I felt that the series is too slow. I don't think Scream will work as a. It doesn't really work as a series because of the pacing. That it's hard to do. Um, but the characters I did like um, Noah. Uh, I, I like. Noah was my favorite. Audrey, I enjoyed Audrey as well. Uh, Emma, I didn't like Emma. And I know how, I see why you hate it when she popped up in uh, Reacher. You're like, ugh. But, (laughs) yeah, because she was very annoying. She's a very annoying character, actually. Um, And I don't think that she was, I never fought her as like the, 
Sydney Prescott of the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The person that we're supposed to invest in. I would rather it been Audrey or I'd rather it been Noah, like do something different. Um, but I just don't, I just didn't really buy her. Uh, and I never thought like, like she tried to build herself towards the second season. It's like, oh, I'm going to be like the Sydney Prescott type of person. Never bought it. Also, the killer in the first one, I thought all the time it was going to be spoilers. I thought all the time it was going to be the boyfriend. I always, I always thought that. And then, like, because there's like little things where he just pop up. I'm like, yeah, he's totally the killer. But then, like, when they did the Piper thing, I was like, okay, I didn't see that coming. Um, but because because why would Piper be? Because Piper was attacked at one point. Piper was attacked. Yeah. It makes no sense. They didn't the, reveal the second killer, which is what I've been saying they should do in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I see what you're saying. Um, and uh, what I didn't like about season three of the Everything show. Everything for me. Well, I didn't, mind, thing. I didn't mind the casting. I didn't uh, like... Uh, uh, the young, the guy that played, um, the guy that played uh, Dion in in that show, he's great. In uh, you remember him in um, uh, the five, not the Five Bloods, but you remember him in uh, um, Harway. Har- what what's the one with Jonathan Majors? Hard, um, thanks. Well, thanks to Hardway. Yeah. The the the. the the dead fall hard or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, you remember him, like I loved him in that movie. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was kind of wanting to invest in him in here. His brother's played by the rapper Tyga, which, whatever. Uh, and then uh, you had uh, Kiki Palmer, which she she was very comedic, but you can neither love or hate Kiki Palmer. That's just how uh, I'll take Kiki Farmer. Um, and I then, and then also one of the guys, Amir, that's Christopher Wall, that's Biggie Smalls' son. That's his son. That's Notorious B.I.G. That was his son. Uh, so it's good seeing him still acting. And I thought he did a okay job. But I just felt like, felt like it just like the kill when they when they explained who the killer was in it. I thought it was just terrible. My rant is that stop wasting time with, and they did only six episodes. And I'm I was so happy. I was like, oh, good. It's the end. That's mm-hmm. um, how I felt. And then at the end, I was like, oh, well, that's pointless. That's pointless. This was all pointless. But but I loved, I did mark out with Tony Todd in the first episode. I, I like that. Uh, but I'd rather the show been about Tony Todd. Just something. Something better. I don't even mind it being uh like a like a black screen movie. That's great. It just why? Also, but why? 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 It, like it threw me off. I was like, wait, <laughs> like I was like, what? Who are these people? What? Are, what's happening? <laughs> that's, where, that's, where, that's where I was. That's my rant. Just and that's why you know that's why I felt like and also Brandon, as you know, freaking. I know what you did last summer show pretty much mm. the same is like they, they pretty much take the took the same concept and ran with it. I would say though season three is better than I know what you did last summer. 
Not by much, but it's it's better. It's it's a little better. It's more watchable, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it was my rant. It was my uh rant on that. Now uh we are going to get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, which is Scream 2023. Oh, um I I absolutely had a great time. Uh, with this movie. Um, I'm going to just give you a quick synopsis as to what the movie's about. The gang from uh, Woodsboro from the last film in 2022, um, the core four ends up in New York and um, where they start being stalked by Ghostface again. And he's more vicious. He's the most vicious that he's ever been, I, I feel like. Um, in this film, uh, and um, you have your returning characters, Elephant in the Room, Nev Campbell doesn't return, but also she wasn't needed. So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, and that's nothing against Nev, it's just, no. it's, I, I'm glad that they finally is focusing on uh, Tara and Sam and uh, these characters. Um, but I miss them doing. Yeah, I would say he's the elephant in the room more so than Sydney, because Sydney's not needed. She wasn't missed, in my opinion. She wasn't missed, but Dewey, you felt his absence, you know. And I want to say this before we really dive into it. Mm -hmm. For me, because I know you love everything about it, but for me, this was the perfect screen movie up until the reveal. And everything that happened after the reveal. I was liking this movie better than the original up until that point. So I give him credit. I mean, they, they did a great job with this ghost face. I thought he was the best ghost face up until the reveal. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to dive into it. Um, this is spoilers. So if you haven't seen Scream 6 2023, we are going to spoil it for you. And it's been out for what two two weeks now, two three weeks. Um, at no, point, one week. It's no, been one, one week? week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we we're about to spoil it for you. Um, it. Uh, I want to say one thing before we jump into it. Between Scream twenty twenty two and Scream six, Jenna Ortega blew up. She did. So I want to first highlight that. She has had a long uh, history with us in horror um, that people don't really realize that she is, she's, she's, she's ours. She belongs to the horror community. Um, but uh, she blew up, though, with Wednesday. Um, and I think she's now the it factor in horror, in my opinion, I think. Uh, she's She's the... I wouldn't even. I was gonna try to see how I could. I guess she's equivalent to Jamie Lee Curtis when Jamie Lee Curtis when Halloween happened, and uh, you know she kind of went into that. You know, yeah, that her her career just like yeah, it blew up, and she started getting other roles and other subgenres, which is what she's doing. She's got a a thriller coming out with I forget who, I forget who, but it's it's a it's gonna be a big film. Uh, 
I forget who she's working with in that. But, yeah, she's doing drama, thrillers, horror. I think she's even got a comedy coming out. So, I mean, she's she's blown up, really. And, uh, man, I, I don't know. I, you did a voice on your show, bro. Uh, Jurassic World Camp uh, – what's that show that you like? Camp, Camp Cretaceous. Yeah, Cretaceous or something. Yeah. She did Brooklyn. She's the voice of Brooklyn. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, actually, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not trying to. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie to you, Brandon. Me and Jackie watched it. Watched that show with Zanzi, and uh, I, we got into it. It was like very. It's very entertaining show. It, it, I, would, I, I, would, I would argue and say it's more entertaining than Jurassic World movies that came out. <laughs> it really was. I mean, I haven't finished it, but uh, I really like the first three seasons. Now, the last two kind of kind of took a nosedive in some aspects. Cause they they went a different direction, but uh, yeah, I like the show overall. Though I think it's for an animated show that's directed towards kids. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, but you were saying about Jenna Ortega and her career. Yeah, she's just—I don't know. She's just blown up. She's. I think she is like Jamie Lee. Like she's only, I, th- I don't know. Maybe she'll do Scream for years to come, but I got a feeling she, she might not think she's really going to be bigger than the genre like Jamie was. I, I would say, I would say going forward in like, like a Scream 7 or whatever, I would, I would argue and say that she could probably ask for more money if you want her to return. Is she is, and she isn't the new Sydney, but maybe she is. Maybe her character in itself is the new Sydney, and it's not Sam, because not saying that Sam isn't, but Sam, Sam's character is a complex character. She's a, like a bit of, she's a Sydney meets, uh, Loom, Billy Loomis. She's like that type yeah. of. She she she's not like a clean cut, final girl. She's like. If you had a serial killer that's on your team, that's who Sam is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas I, I would say Tara is more of the Sydney, but she she gives me off Sydney vibes more than Sam does. So. Yeah, I would say Tara is more of the traditional final girl. Uh, where Sam is, I like Sam though. I, I really like her character. I, I, I'm I'm glad they went in this direction with her. Because you don't, you literally do not know what she's gonna do. She likes killing. You can tell when she does it. But and I, I feel she's gonna go to the dark side a little bit. Maybe not in the next sequel, but they're gonna keep her around. I mean, yeah. she is. She's not to me not Sydney, but she is the star of Scream Six. Though I mean, she it's all about her and what she's going through. It's about Tara and the other three too, but but the main focus really is her. Do you? Uh, this uh, which I I want to I will try to remember to ask you this question when we get to it. But uh, the movie starts out with uh, a phone ringing, and I love the uh, way it run. The phone rang, and we was at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, and it was just like someone like getting reservations. I, I thought. Like, oh, is it the killer calling? I was like, is the killer calling the restaurant? Like, like for some reason, I was like, I didn't know what to expect. 
but uh and we start out with uh Samara Weaving uh as Laura Crane um who obviously she's um she she has a horror roots uh with the uh baby killer killers series uh ready or not uh which I love ready or not I thought that was excellent film um but yeah, like what? What was your thoughts on the opening and uh, just the way that? What What was your thoughts on the reveal at the opening? Oh uh, well, I'll answer the first question. You know what my thoughts are. I loved it. I hated that she died because I, I man, I, I'm a, I'm actually a big fan of hers, especially in the Babysitter. I like her Ready or Not as well, but I like her more in the Babysitter. You know, um, not so much the sequel, but that first film I really did enjoy, but so I liked her. I just wish she could have been in the movie more because I feel like she just adds depth to anything she does. Uh, but I like the kill. I like the reveal. Ghostface takes his mask off and it's just, I was like, Whoa, they changing the formula. I like this, but not, not, not so fast. <laughs> um, yeah. hey, let, he, let me tell you with that, with that, uh, Brandon, I thought, um, I thought first. My first thought was, wait, is this a movie? Like, like, is is this like? Are they? Because when he took his mask off, I was like, did this really happen? Is this like, like, a movie? Like, are they like shooting like a scene or something? I thought I was going to reveal to be like a fake out or something. Yeah. And then like I'm like, oh no, 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 he killed her. Oh, he killed her. Oh, he's walking away. And then I was like, is he Ghostface? Like what? What what are we doing with this? Like, and then like when he, I see him meet Tara, I was like, "Are we going to know who Ghostface is the whole time?" And that's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, "Oh wow, that's going to be that's really unique." Yeah. Then uh, he gets to his apartment and he gets a call from his roommate, who's supposed to be the other Ghostface that they're they're planning to kill Tara and uh, Sam and yeah. the other and what Mindy and uh, Chad. That's the plan. To, to finish Richie's to film. finish Richie's movie, yeah. Uh, and so he's going to play a little hide-and-seek with his caller, who turns out to be the real ghost face, or a, a different ghost face, because he really got two going on at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but I do love the fridge scene, and that's straight out of Friday the 13th Part 2, when she opens the door and sees Mrs. Voorhees' head. I mean, except this is like a whole body cut up. I love that. I mean, that... That was the first time I've ever seen Scream do something like that. Like, a, a direct homage? Like a, yeah. A, and, yeah, it, it, well, the ghost face, like I said, is more vicious. Also, yeah. I love the um, I love the cameo from Kane Hodder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, doing, uh, like, that was the perfect, perfect way to, because everybody's waiting on a, you got to have a Jason take Manhattan. You got to have a Jason take Manhattan. Uh, uh reference or Easter egg or something. And I thought it was going to be later on. I thought for sure when they talk about uh, decapitations, I thought for sure that uh, um, they want the one kid, the new Dewey, if you will. <laughs> um, Stretching. <laughs> uh, but hey, man, but seriously, I mean, he, he, he adopted Dewey. He got inherited Dewey's uh, plot armor, um, his invisibility. But um, yeah, we gonna discuss that. <laughs> but so yeah, so 
but nevertheless, I thought for sure there's gonna be a scene where he get his head knocked off, like um, in uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. But no, the the actual scene of Jason, and it was like that was the scene when they was on the, when he was on the boat on his way yeah. to Manhattan, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that Kane Hodder's first? His, no. his first Jason was like the film prior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jason versus Carrie. Jason versus <laughs> Jason versus Jean Grey. Um, but uh, I guess it's more Carrie. Carrie makes more sense in the horror element. But uh, but yeah, no, uh, I love that reference. But then I love when uh, Ghostface. He's like, wait, wait, wait. What about what about my movie? What about the movie? And then he says, "F movies," and then like kills him. Yeah. Uh, and that, at that point, I was like, I, if, if it had been Stu, I could see that. I'm going to always go back to Stu. And, I, and there's a reason I'm going to Stu this time. <laughs> they, they really opened the door for Stu's return. Uh, but I could see him not really caring about the movies. I could see him being upset that everyone has tried to copy him and Billy. Uh, mm-hmm. So, of course, that's not what we get in the movie, but... I love the line. I love Ghostface's attitude. His he's menacing. Uh, he's he's very angry. He just don't know why. But and I will say, when we get to the reveal, it makes sense why he is angry, or they are angry, as it turns out to be. Uh, but I I just love how outraged Ghostface is in this movie. I do. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Um. So we we uh so there is a so after this scene after the murder we catch up with Sam, who is uh in therapy, mm-hmm. and it's too much for the therapist. He's like I I, I tap out. Yeah, uh, I tap out too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like um. I'm trying to see. I wish I could find a, sc- a scene a screenshot of the. Image that you said you thought you saw. It wasn't him though. It was uh it was the directors. It was Kurt oh, Cobain. They, they were dressing like Kurt Cobain. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up and I found that out. I was like, man. But the face looked like it was Matthew Lillard on that subway. I saw um, man. It, it made me do a double whammy. So I was a double whammy. You mean a double take? Yeah, I call them okay. double whammies. We call him okay. Well, you can do that. Uh, uh, so Christopher Stone, Doctor Christopher Stone, played by Henry Zernzi. Zernzi. He's uh, I know him as the villain in the Mission Impossible film. Uh, which one? I want to say it might be the first one. I want to say it's the first one. No, that's John Voight. Huh? That's John Voight. And well, which uh, one, no, John which Renaud. one? Would, no, which one would they burn the when they burnt um. Ethan Ethan Hunt. He was the doc, he was the guy in there where they burn him, and pretty much let's say that he uh, uh, his him and his team is uh, gone rogue. Maybe it's rogue, yeah, rogue nation. I think it's I the one. With it. I don't remember too much about that. That's the fourth one, I believe. I don't remember too much about it other than his run. No, he was in Mission Impossible. Kittridge in Mission Impossible. Uh, he was also in uh, Ready or Not. Clear and Present Danger, Pink Panther, Layer, uh, yeah. 
So he's been in space. But yeah, the doctor pretty much was like, hell no, I'm not going to deal with this lady. No, 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 no. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, her dad was a serial killer. <laughs> she likes she likes how it feels when she killed Richie. I mean, yeah, I think I'd be tapping out too. This this is not someone you want in your life. <laughs> well, you're trying to help them or not. You, you, they like to murder. Essentially, yep. they like how it makes them feel. So it's it's, it's why I say Sam eventually is going to go to the dark side. So be full fledged uh, Ghostface. I think she will. I think my personal opinion. I think she's going to team. They're going to bring Stu back. I think Stu and Sam. But I won't. But in that case, I honestly want them to sub, subvert it where. They don't die, but they live, you know, or something I mean, like that. Um, you bring Stu back, you can't kill him. I mean, you got to see how he survived. Yeah. You know, you, they got to show that. Um, you know, like, and what he's been doing all these years. But so after he, she meets with her, um, the therapist, um, we, oh, let's gonna jump, jump into like the meat and potatoes of it. Um, they kind of find out that uh, there was a murder and the ghost face was on the premises. And that's when the detective uh, alerts them that her ID was found on the, on the scene yeah. and, uh, and tells her them to come down to the station. But, uh, but while they is on their way, they get attacked. Um, yeah. And this leads to one of the one of my favorite sequences. I can't wait to own this movie to watch the scene again. The uh, the uh, grocery store, the little convenience store scene is so intense. It was so. Uh, it's actually very, like, like you know, uh, very uh, thrilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like suspenseful is the word I'm yeah. thinking about. But what were your thoughts on that scene and that whole little? <laughs> Well, it kind of reminded me of Jason Takes Manhattan when Jason's on that subway, you know. No, not not subway, the restaurant. Was it the restaurant that he just kind of barges into? Mm -hmm. Um, And someone gets in his face and he's going to put him down. (laughs) And when he threw Ken uh, Ken Kersinger uh, through, uh, like, on the grill. Yeah. The other Jason, he threw the other Jason onto. (laughs) So it reminded me of that scene a little bit. But I love when Ghostface gets the gun. It's like, no, 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 no. And it just blows him away. It's mm-hmm. like, I was like, man, this Ghostface will use anything and everything to his advantage. And he's aim, he's 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 gonna kill you. No doubt about it. He ain't yeah. waiting to the final act. He, if you get in his way, you're dead. Or I got I, I, I'll I'll talk about that too at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, and then like they end up getting out and getting free, but then was well, the next attack in the is is the next attack the apartment attack? Yeah. Yeah. Um with the, with this the setup is um they decide that it's better to bunker together. Mm-hmm. Uh now uh, Sam is dating the neighbor across the street. In in the apartment, you have Chad, you have Mindy, uh, you also have 
uh, Tara, Sam. Um, we have Quinn and Anika. Um, I think that's about it um, in the apartment. And um, <laughs> I love the, the dude that's on who's Paul. But that guy, he's there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so you have them in this apartment and uh, Sam's love interest, if you will, is across the hall and uh, and he and he sees Ghostface in Quinn's room, which at the time you're like, oh, Lord, she's about to, you know, she's not aware that this killer is there. And uh, and next thing you know, uh, finally get their attention and see that yo, she's getting murdered. But they, but what what you hear is like the noise and they think oh she just because she's very sex positive is what she calls herself. Yeah, um, positive. Yeah. Uh, and so you think that she and Paul is just doing what they do, and. <laughs> And which was also, I thought that was actually very terrifying. Actually, that the thought, like at that at that in that scene, I thought for sure, like you know how, like, like scary that is that somebody's thinking that you're, you know, uh, doing something and but you're actually being murdered. It, it reminds me of um, in Halloween when um, PJ Soul's character. Was getting murdered, uh, you know, and talking to Jamie Lee Curtis on the phone, uh, Lori, and she thinks that she just her and her and Paul. <laughs> is that, oh, was that like a was that reference? No, Paul is uh, the name of the other guy. Girls, uh, the yeah, other lady. I think the whole attack scene while they're. <laughs> in the living room and she's in a bedroom was a play on Halloween. Uh, but I don't, I don't want to say too much cause we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'll leave my thoughts up here for now and I'll get back to it uh, with that scene, particular scene. Cause. But yeah, she, she, uh, she, her, her, so she comes out the room she's bleeding and she's coughing and, her, you know, she's been stabbed and yeah. look like folks lit. And uh, and she falls into, I guess Anika or one of them. It happened so fast. But then Ghostface shows up, stabs Anika, turns it. Don't she? Don't he turn it or rip it or he does something? Um, yeah. And um, and then that sets up this whole apartment like kill sequence and and all this like like where this and that's very intense, man. That's really really strong scene and especially with the um ladder crossing scene trying to yeah. go into the other guy's apartment you know that reminded me of a movie uh <laughs> called judgment day which had emilio estevez in i remember that and they he ray kind of slung the the ladder uh but in this situation she's on this ladder climbing the, everyone's made it safely Ghostface is there shaking it. Oh man, it was so intense. I was like, "Oh man, this is going to end so bad." <laughs> but you, yeah. you you didn't want to look away because it was so enticing. It was so <laughs> suspenseful. And I, I, I gotta say this: Ghostface just went full on Jason in this movie. Absolutely, like early Jason, early Jason. 
like not Jason takes Manhattan, even though he was menacing in that, but early Jason was so menacing. We're so yeah. relentless, you know, it, and I, I got that vibe from his ghost face that he was like that. Uh, but yeah, that scene. Oh man. That was, yeah. It, and he, the uh, aftermath <clears throat> of her what, falling. Yeah. The, uh, the, when the moment that they're trying to, urge her to keep crossing, keep crossing. She's yeah. bleeding. She's dying. She's like losing blood. Um, and so uh, they urge her to keep crossing. And then the moment that they stop and kind of look back and you know that Ghostface is on the other side of that ladder. And, he's, and, he, and he takes that knife and stabs it into the um, windowsill. Yeah. And then starts buckling the ladder and you're like, oh lord. Oh lord. And you're like, oh my goodness. That's he's terrifying. Playing. He's not playing around. I was, I was, I said to the person sitting next to me, I said, "Yo, this is where I would have died. I would have died. <laughs> I know that's just like, yeah. like, like I would have, I, I would have, it would have been me, man. It would have been the curtains." You know, uh, I don't know when you, you know, I don't know about you. I know when I was growing up watching these type of movies, you know, they would always compare Jason and Michael. What is the mm-hmm. difference? And I have to say this. The difference is Michael toys with you. Jason does not. <laughs> he comes after you, and he does <laughs> not stop. There is no toying. He doesn't play games. He's he's like, like a, a shark. He's, that's, he knows one speed, and that's it. And, <laughs> and, and that's how Ghostface was in this movie. And I felt like in all the other movies, he was like Michael. Mm. That he plays with them. He toys with them. But in this yeah. one, he doesn't. He, he's a shark. And he's not at <clears throat> the other screen films. Ghostface, um, for the most part, was very clumsy. You think about Stu and Billy, especially Stu. Uh, <laughs> Sydney, Sydney beat the beat the heck out of that man. You know, uh, with did. like spikes or plants or whatever bases, just like, just like, and then like he falls, he prep fall and all that stuff. Um, it, but like with the last few films, uh, I think the Ghostface was more. Men- I think this is the most menacing he's ever been. Like I, always, I felt like in here, like he was actually terrifying. He's not. He wasn't a joke. He was not a joke. He was. He's like like if you come across him, you will die. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but but what we have after that? What we have? What's the next attack? What, what do we have? Well, I think they get to the police station and we. Meet Kirby again. Oh yeah! I, I wanted to ask you though about her. Did you like her in this? Did you yeah. feel she was too different? Well, I thought they they try to keep her a little bit more mysterious. She didn't really talk movie quotes like she did in the other film. But I'm glad for the most honestly out of everybody that is uh, would you that you would call a uh, legend? What you call a legend? Legacy character. Legacy. A legacy character. She's my favorite one that has popped up uh, in this film because uh, I, I just I'm over Gail. Um, so, but uh, but Gail, we were talking about Gail's moments, but I, I, but I did like her. I wanted more of her, uh, you know. Um, and hopefully, going forward, she is. I was hoping that she would become the next Gail for the group, not in the sense of. Gail's always trying to write and stuff, but I hope I want her to become the next uh, 
part, uh, component of yeah. the group. Um, and I hope Gail just kind of fades off. Fades off. Yeah, absolutely. Spoilers: she does not die. Although she does. <laughs> well, well, we can we're gonna talk about all that, but um, but yeah, we get uh, Kirby the uh, retaining, and then um, what happens? What's is this when we uh, get the the death of the therapist? Yeah, I think it happened right after that, or it could have been right before it. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, it was after the uh, the because she called him, or guess she called him, and they were going to leave. Right? Yeah. He said, "Well, we need you to come down to the station," and that's when they got attacked at the uh, the convenience store. Ha- yeah. So well, well, at that point, yeah, 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 it's true, it's true. All right, but then like, uh, and then we had uh, so the the therapist dies. He gets stabbed in the nose, uh, uh, which was a gruesome death. It was a great death. Like he's a yeah. little ambitious. Uh, he was uh, Ghostface with that, um, but we have. Um, but after the death in the, the apartment stuff, the detective is full of grief because he lost his his only his last remaining child. Uh, you trying to find out that Ethan, who was another part of this new group, wasn't anywhere to be around. They're like, "Well, where were you, Ethan?" And then they start being suspect of Ethan. They're like. Because you wasn't there when all this was going down. Yeah. And Quinn's dead. You wasn't there. Was all sides pointing to you. You know. And yeah. uh, and so I was like, well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it is. I kind of gave, Ethan gave me vibes. Um, but vibes. he did. What, what did we have after this? Uh, see, they get to the police station. They, I think at that point the, the main det- I forget his name. Uh, the detective wants Bailey. Ch- Bailey, okay, he wants to check on Kirby, make sure she is who she says she is. Mm-hmm. So that they're setting up the the mysterious Kirby character. Is she really okay? Is she mentally stable after surviving Scream Four? <laughs> uh, but then they, I think that's when Gail shows up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and she wrote and another we, book, but it wasn't the book she said she was going to write. <laughs> no, it wasn't about doing. Um, and I'm upset about Gail. Anyway, I mean, um, is it okay to talk about mo- what? Yeah, she seemed money hungry. Um, but uh, she it wasn't uh, just that. It was she had a new boy. Oh, she I mean, moved I, on fast. Yeah, I mean, it was like. I mean, Gail. Gail decided that. Try some brothers. Um, but this is like six months after Scream 5. I mean, I don't understand how people, you even do people, that. People mourn differently. And she mourned by I'm aware. getting, I'm she, aware. Mourned, she mourned by getting in with a with a brother. Uh, but anyway, which was point his pointless. I mean, I mean, bro, you did nothing. But anyway, uh, I, I do, I do want to mention so Gail, uh, so Sam goes to punch Gail, and Gail blocks it. Call back to Sydney getting there, but then like the new Sydney, in my opinion, Tara pops her and gets yeah. her. That's great. Um, yeah, but, 
I, I like that it was a play on the first scream. Like, it wasn't her first rodeo. She was prepared for something like that. But you basically basically got two final girls you're dealing with now, not just one. So I, I like this scene. Uh, also, Gail gets things done. She finds out about the lair of the people that were planning to do this. Yes, what I want to get to. So uh, we can go ahead and jump there. So we have they they go to this museum of Ghostface. Yeah, uh, a lair that had um, every possible like so many Easter eggs. Every possible like everything. Rome. They mention Roman. They have Roman stuff there. Finally. Not saying because you know you got you got to acknowledge that he was a Ghostface, um, but they they had his stuff uh, there. They had a TV to kill Stubmacher. They had Billy Loomis's shirt. I think they had um, well killed Stubmacher, right? Yes, because uh, Mindy brings it up. If you believe, yeah, you know, which she was basically saying, I kind of think he's still alive. You're throwing it out there, and you know you you. <clears throat> You're opening up worms there because you know like, so many want him back. Matthew yeah. Lillard wants to come back. But it shows dead 1996 or whatever, but it had question mark. Yeah, by his name. Did so they, they have, to have a question mark with? Did they have a question mark by or, by um uh what's the name Roberts from the four? I didn't see one, but I've heard people talk about it. That, and the director said, "There's always a way to bring them, bring her back." I don't know how, but <laughs> honestly, I don't. Didn't she get shot in the head, or no, was it just the chest? She didn't. She got shot in the chest. Okay. okay. Um, but uh, she got shocked. But then she yeah, got I shot. Know she in the got chest. shocked. Um, I thought Sydney shot her in the head. No, she shot her in the chest. So okay, it, it's possible in this franchise right now. The way things yeah. are going, it's very Mickey's possible. dead. Mickey is dead. He got shot in the head. Yeah, I also like the 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 what they said about Sam. Grandmother was a serial killer. <laughs> Father was a serial killer. They just opening the door for her to be to take on that mask. Mm-hmm. It, it was coming. You knew it was coming. Yeah. She's gonna put that mask on. She's gonna well, like it. But the the layer. What I loved about the layer is that they had so many different things in there. It's just like Easter eggs galore. Like yeah. I love that. I, I want to spend more time and I actually really want to spend more time in there to see what I was there. Like it's so I want to find a YouTube video that breaks down every single thing that's that's there. And, yeah. and you know, because there's so much stuff, man. Uh, but it, 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 we um finally we're gonna get in this we'll go ahead and move into the, the third act, uh, which is would you say the subway stuff is the beginning of the third act? Well, before we, we do that, we got, before we do that, we got to talk about Gail and Gail's, know, Gail's, Gail's attack, uh, attack. Which, yeah. which was one of my favorite parts of the movie, the phone call conversation. I thought that was great. And then her boyfriend gets killed like he's nothing. And here's, I have a problem with this scene, just like I had a problem with Dewey. It don't make logical sense who's underneath that mask because you We'll get there, but it don't make logical sense that that person could take him out just like that. It just doesn't. Yeah. But I'm overlooking that because the main portion of this is 
Gale versus Ghostface. I well, loved it. I love the uh, my favorite part of it was when Gail puts Ghostface on hold. She yeah. says, "Could you hold for a second? And he said, "What?" You know, and then like he he puts her hold and she clicks over and just throws a new call and calls him, and uh, and it rings and she shoots in the closet, which um, great scene, great scene. Um, I love like the first person. No one ever thought about putting Ghostface on hold. Like that's a very genius uh, thing to do, um, but I thought for sure that Gail was gonna die. Uh, but you know, I mean, she kind of did. She did stop breathing. And here comes a uh, one of my problems with the film. It, mm-hmm. it started here. So we, we got a pulse because he she, he has stabbed her. I don't know how many times. She stops breathing. Uh, I felt they were afraid to kill. Certain characters, yeah, when they should have been dead, whether they yeah. were stabbed or shot, it happens to a lot of people. It happens to, it happens to four or five of them. Yeah, we're gonna get there. And they all survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of felt that way too. Um, with uh, so after the Gale stuff and Gale, you know, then they decide we're gonna have to create a kill box and put. And trap yeah. Ghostface, lure him to us. And so you have um, Ethan, Sam, uh, Gail, no, Gail, Ethan, Sam, Tara, Mindy, and uh, was it Chad? There, Chad yeah. Um, and also, uh, what's your, what's the guy's name? Uh, boyfriend. Uh, I don't know. Um, handsome Stranger. Has a neighbor, neighbor guy. Yeah. Um, but he told her, like a couple, like a second act, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you can't trust anybody, trust nobody, even me. And she wouldn't let him come. And I thought that was that was good writing because it was a callback to their previous conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't trust him, and he understood. And but he would help in the end, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Um. I, I thought that was actually good writing, but yeah, they're the tra- they lock the door, they're trapped. Kirby's there. No, no, before that, uh, they are. Uh, no, no, we're on the subway. Oh, you're on the subway. I thought you was in the lair. No, no, no. They're heading to the lair. But okay, yeah, the subway. So, um, so we have a bunch of Easter eggs. You have a pinhead. You have Pennywise. You have uh, Midsummer. Freddie. Uh, Freddie. Yeah. Jason, uh, Michael, I think you have a Michael in there. I thought I seen a Michael. Um, you have um, like uh, uh, American Werewolf in London. You have uh, so many different. I, I seen a uh, Sam 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 Wayne Sam Wayne uh, from uh, Trick or Treat. Seen him in there. Uh, just so many. Like, how much money do they dish out to get those properties for this? Like. We in a movie, we have all these different characters in the like it's pretty for me, it was pretty cool. Like I yeah. wanted this happening so fast, it's hard to really see, but I was wanting to pause. I wish I could pause and see. But I was like, oh, and I was like pointing out while I was sitting there in the movie. I was like, you know, Yeah. You know? And I think um I did mark out for Mid Midsummer. I was like, Midsummer <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Oh, I know I know that. Um but yeah, it's elevated horror, you know, mixing everything. So what was your thoughts on that scene 
And then what are your thoughts? And you can describe it and and uh, tell me your thoughts on uh, the attack on the on the subtrain. Oh, I love the scene. I th- it was a, it was a great Easter egg scene. Uh, I compare it to Rid- not Ready or Not, but uh, Ready Player One. When you get all those classic characters coming together, and you just like pointing at each one, it goes by too fast to even count. But I compare it to that. Uh, it was it was, you know, we're both cinema buffs. You know it. it brought great joy just to see that especially in the horror genre i mean mm. it's all these different costumes it was on halloween i believe uh or near halloween uh so it it, it brings a smile to your face to see all these characters on this sub on the subway as far as the attack goes oh, i thought that was so suspenseful how they did it the lights flicking light. on and off mm. yeah but and this is how you know it's two at least two killers because Disco's face doesn't have Stu's mask. I love Stu's mask, by the way, how Odin looks. Kind of reminds me of the Michael's mask in yeah. that sense. Um, but this is a new ghost face mask. And uh, yeah, she had uh she had I think she had uh uh Nancy, uh she had uh Mrs. Loomis's mask, right? Oh. I think so. I spoiled it. Uh, I said she, uh, but well, it's actually not she. Well, ah, I, I feel it is she. You think I it is? I feel it's she. I, I feel it's she. I think. All right. So at this point, all right. So the we got the subway, and, and we, we, I, I, we explain one. So after, so um, Mindy is watching and clocking everything, trying to keep an eye on Ethan. Because she is suspecting Ethan to be the killer, but she's also there's all these ghost faces on the train, and the lights are going on and off, and one of them keep moving and you know, focus on her, and she gets stabbed, and she gets stabbed in the public around people, and there's nothing that anyone can do about it. Like there's a lady I think she's asleep. Yeah, uh, which, which, which I thought it'd be kind of cool if she was actually texting or doing something like that, like so ab- absorbed with your phone that you would know, wouldn't would notice what's going on around you. Yeah. I thought that would have been cool, but no, she's asleep. But actually, yeah, I think did. you're right. I think it was her. Because you actually see, go after the attack, the doors open, you see Ghostface go out the door, then you see Ethan yeah. come up. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe you're right. I believe it was. But my only problem with that is he stabbed her, I do believe, and he twisted it, right? Mm-hmm. He did twist it. Yeah, she I think he twisted it. Because I think Ethan, well, she should have bled out from that. Yeah. And here's the other problem: Ethan, Ethan's with her, and it spoilers here, people. It, Ethan is is revealed to be one of the killers. Yeah. Why in the world did he take her to the hospital? That don't make don't sense know. to me. I don't, don't know. It don't. I don't like. I don't know why. Because then, like, yeah, we're talking about that. Because the ending and what they said they're gonna do, like, like it's like they didn't plan it out. It's why but, I um, called it chaotic. Um, but so we, so she, so they're waiting on her. Now they they made it off the train. The other, so they got separated. It is on different carts. Yeah. Uh, and so they they done made it back to the lair, the Ghostface lair, and uh, and they're locked in. The detective calls and says, "Uh, it's Kirby. Kirby's the killer." 
Kirby, yeah. you know, da da da. And so next thing you know, they're kind of that's when the lights go off in there, and then like they're, uh, you know, trying to look for Kirby. And um, th- at this point, we have Chad, Tara, Sam, and Kirby all are there. Kirby's missing. So, uh, and this is and it and, and th- now Sam got the call that Kirby's the killer. Yeah, but at the same time, Tara and Chad are hooking up essentially. But then uh Chad starts to beat up Ghostface. Yeah. And then another Ghostface comes and they start stabbing Chad to death. Yeah, there's no way he survives this. Um, I mean you can you can compare hey, him to Dewey. Hello Billford. You can compare him to Dewey and I know people have, but Dewey didn't get stabbed like that. He got stabbed no, in no. the back. Dewey got stabbed in the back. Uh, like front, he, like no, he was stabbed like Julius Caesar getting stabbed. He was like they they was like going ham. Yeah, on I mean, like it, it like he was spitting the blood. Like I thought for sure, I'm like oh, and I was like they're gonna kill, they're killing Chad. I'm like oh, it's, it's a commendable death, I guess. Although <clears throat> he would have been considered in the in the trope. Uh, there's the um, and I you know don't don't be offended with the word, but. The magical, not the magical Negro, but the sacrificial Negro trope uh, in the horror is that the, you know, there be like this one black character that dies to save the white characters. The uh, in uh, if you think about uh, was it Nightmare on Elm no, Friday the Thirteenth Part, which one's fake, Jason? Five. Five. Remember the guy, the biker dude. That is that the one with the biker dude that survived the black guy that survived oh, part, three. Part, part three, three survived and then just to just come at the end and get his hand cut off and and end up getting killed. That's a great scene though. I mean, he, Why? he showed a lot because, of heart. He showed because a lot of heart his, though. His whole role and point in life was to save the white characters, and so that's what that's what I thought we was having here is that Chad was scared to save the. White. I never looked at it that way. It, it, it's a trope. It's a it's a trope in horror films. Uh, I'm not I'm not dis- disagreeing that it is. I just don't <laughs> look at it that way. You know me. I don't look at racism that way. <laughs> I know. But yeah. uh, good for you. I do. I, <laughs> I just do see a man trying to help a woman. That's all I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We see a white black man trying to save a white woman. So okay, <laughs> I didn't scream once, let alone six times. Oh. Uh, Nobody actually screams, I don't think, watching films. Um, but, you know, anyway. Uh, so, he, she gets away, Tara gets away, then it's sets up the fight scene where it's a uh, show between Tara, uh, Sam's there. I thought for, for one second, I thought Tara was going to turn around and, uh, like, stab Sam for just a second. Really? Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just kind of thought, like, what if I said I thought that would be a twist. That'd be a twist I didn't see coming. <clears throat> but uh but yeah, and then you have Kirby and then you have the detective um pop up. Well, and, it's a great uh, scene, by the way. The the I have a problem with the reveal, but leading up to it, it's a great scene with Kirby and the cop and how I, everything goes down. I love the reveal. I love that that is right. you are, it's, it's him and you're like, but then you wonder why. 
Why are you? Here's my problem with the reveal. I'm going to explain it to you. Go for it. It's a ripoff of a scream ripoff. <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. It reminded me of Ben Willis and his son, Will. All that the family were doing it for our, because y'all killed. Well, they blamed them for the sister's death. I hmm. just like, it took me back to, I still know what you did last summer. And it, scream should never take me back to something that is, viewed as a scream ripoff. That's why I didn't like the whole family angle of it. It was just, and I loved it. This is why I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was it gave me off Scream 2 vibes, but 2.0. Uh but in a way of like like I love I love the reveal that uh Mrs. Loomis and it's it and it's uh Billy's mother and yeah. you understand why she you understand why she wants to see this Sydney dead. You killed my son. She doesn't yeah. think about anything. Plus, she knows that. I guess deep down, she still uh, holds Marie Prescott as uh, the reason why her husband cheated on her and everything. Probably so. That's like a added bonus for her. Um, but with this, with with the the detective, and it's revealed that Quinn is alive. <clears throat> and and that this other guy, um, Ethan, yeah. is his other son, and that they are all the family, the remaining family member of Richie, who was a murderer, the killer in um, part in in five. part four, five, yeah. Five. Um, which I love that. I love that that he had that impact. I love that. Let me say this. I love that Richie had that much of an impact on on uh, the this next level Ghostface coming, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of gave me vibes off of like uh, the following. You know, it kind of gave me yeah. vibes of, like, like that show. Um, so, but I thought it was cool, man. Uh, now, how they're gonna get away with it? Like, it's sloppy. Like, you should have just go ahead and killed. Don't save her. Why not just kill her? Yeah, I, I, I do think. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not yeah, just kill? Uh, um, uh, I think uh, Mindy? Though, eventually you got to let Ghostface survive. You've to set up the next movie. It's got to happen. I mean, I feel like it's going to happen when Stu comes back. But <laughs> but I feel like you got to. You got to change the formula a little bit because you're repeating yourself over and over and over. And I would love actually a screen movie where the killer is not revealed. You don't find out who it is. I think most people are probably upset by that. But for me as a storyteller aspect of it, I love that. Uh, yeah. it, it would take me back to the original Halloween where Michael survived. He just disappeared. You don't know what happened. I would love something like that to happen at the final minutes of scream. He just disappears without the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be, that would have been pretty cool as well. Um, Yeah. I think that um, the reveal that it was the uh, detective is the father and that these are the siblings and their family is murdering. I didn't hate it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. But but at that point, which is where my mind was at. I was like, okay, now we know who the kills are. I'm thinking, 
now it's time to see Sam do what Sam do. And yeah, that's yeah. where I and that's where I was at. I was like, okay, now we got the reveal, we got the why. Now it's Sam's turn to shine. And I was hoping and I and and I love that they that they went that route where she donned on her dad's outfit and became that was good. That was good. Uh, yeah, and 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 I love how methodic methodic she was with stabbing the detective mm-hmm. in the arm, like like several, like it's like ching 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 ching, and you're like, oh my goodness, like it hurt, it hurt me to look. Yeah, like, uh, yeah she was having fun. Oh yeah, she had yeah. she's having a blast. Uh, and then like Tara, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, then Tara had her moment too. With uh, Ethan, uh, yeah. stabbed, uh, like where she uh, stabs him in the in the mouth and turns it because that's what I was gonna say. So Ethan's, I think so. The detective is the blunt force kill Ghostface. So I think the supermarket was him. I think the. Uh, I think the 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 office the um, the therapist's office was him. Yeah. I think uh, the uh, I, I, obviously the opening kills. I, I think was him. Like like he, I think that he was the one that killed. Yeah, he was the opening kills with the uh, the the ghost face at the very beginning. Plus his fr- his roommate. I think he did that. Um, but I think Ethan. Was the apartment in, in killing of uh, the girlfriend of uh, Mindy? I think that was Ethan. Uh, and then after that, I think that most of it, like you said, I think most of it was Quinn. Yes, and so, have. like you said, that's your issue with Quinn taking down this big, big dude that's at Gail's house. I don't buy it. Just like I didn't buy Amber taking down Dewey. I just. But of course, this is a little bit different because Dewey got a phone call. He was distracted. This dude wasn't distracted at all. She just came up behind him and just took him out. It was just like, really? When it's revealed, it's like, really? But at the time, I was like, man, this, this ghost face is awesome. I, I love what I'm seeing. But then it's revealed that she's wearing that mask. I was like, oh. Kind of took me out for a second. But are, you talk, are, you, are you talking about Quinn or, or Amber? Well, both, but more so Quinn. I just, I don't buy her. I don't think she could overtake Gail either. I, honestly, she just, she didn't look like she was much. And I know that's not, you shouldn't judge that, but she really yeah. didn't yeah, <laughs> look I think like she every, do too much. And that's what, one thing that they do with ghost faces, they want ghost face to look a certain look. So people can't yeah. be looking like, oh, well, maybe it is this person or that person. Um, so I love that. I love that when they are in the costume, the Ghostface in itself, the costume is a character. Yeah. Um, and it's Absolutely. not so much, you know, Ghostface. That's why we always will refer to Ghostface as he, because it's, it's he is Ghostface. And then you have the voice that is another layer of Ghostface. Um, but, uh, but yeah. I, but I love that, that at the end, I want to say, so we have them killed, right? They're they're dead, uh, and then the survivors survive, and we kind of find out that Chad survived, which I call BS. But <laughs> I laughed. 
was like, I, I just, I just laughed at it. I was like, yeah, they're trying to make him Dewey. <laughs> Yeah. I did like him better in this movie, though. I thought he showed more personality in the movie this time around. You know, he's Cuba Gooden Jr.'s son. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that, but now I can't not, I cannot not not see that. Um, but uh, I do want to say that I think that maybe they didn't kill him or kill them off because in the next one they are going to kill them or kill at least one or two of them off, and I think that they wanted to make it more. Because if you love, you start to love this guy, you start pulling for his character, then his death is going to be that much more impactful. Yeah. Although Dewey, we had five movies to build a love for Dewey, and you know you killed him off. Um, and it's, we well, they even brought that up. Into- he was, he was the the fan favorite. You know, and that's true. He he was the fan favorite. And I, I love the whole Sydney's the final girl. Dewey was the fan favorite. Where does that leave you, Gail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, um, they mentioned, uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> but what I was going to say towards the end, Mindy sh- shows up running, not showing any injuries, really, no results of it, just a bloody T-shirt. I'm like, man, he, they gutted her, and they twisted it. She shouldn't be able to run. Yeah. But what I really want to focus on, though, was Sam looking the at Tara, then looking at the mask. She drops the mask, but she really thought about it. She really, you could see, I could do this. Yeah. I, I, what I was hoping for, I mean, that's what I want to bring up. I'm glad you brought it back up. So two things. One, I was hoping that she would keep the mask, or I was wondering maybe she going back to get the mask, or maybe also the next killer coming forward. So let's say it's Stu Mocker goes and retrieves the mask. Um, after they walk away, Stu's in the background, which I would have loved to see some more, like another black boot. Walk, I thought that's what they were going to do. Walk Someone. up and just see the, the hand get down and grab it. And you don't see it. I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, but um, but they didn't. But then another thought I had was, what if going forward, they introduce a new mask? Um, Go in the series, like not that ghost face mask. They go, they go a different route. Well, and they, it's could not always, they could always bring back that scarecrow mask that they never did use. That they never did use. I don't see them being in New York just next time around. Um, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see where they go back. Where they go. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you go back to Woodsboro again, or do you go somewhere different? I don't know, but I'm very interested in moving forward with this franchise. Yeah. I like I lo- I mean I do really like the movie. I, I just I thought the ending was kind of chaotic. Yeah, I understand. Did you what do you think about the end credit scene? Oh, uh, yeah, I saw I, I looked it up cuz Dawson was like, is there an end credit scene? I was like, well, I'll, I'll look it up. And I said, yes, there is. He hated it. I actually loved it. Not every movie dessert needs to have an end credit scene. I loved it. I had. Yeah, I laughed. I I like I like audibly laughed out loud at that scene. Um, Let's go ahead and give our marks. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I'll let you go first. We're gonna end on the um, handout. Yeah, on Letterboxd, I gave it four point five because of the chaotic ending, but I really. I do think it's better than five. And I actually do kind of think I like it better than two. 
I'm gonna go five. Uh, like I, I do have problems with it with the ending, but everything before that I thought was perfect. Like it, it, it honestly was. I was leaning towards this being my favorite screen movie. I, I, if it's not, I say it's number two. All right, we're gonna go there before you say any of that. I got a five, five for me too, five across the board. I absolutely loved it. I had a great time with it. Um, can't wait to see where they go next. Now, since you said that, it's gonna segue, and this is how we end it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and do my ranking of Scream so far, uh, real quick, briefly. Um, I'm gonna say, for me. I'm going best to worst. Okay. All right. Scream. I'm going to say Scream 6. Then I'm going to go Scream 5. Scream scream Reboot or whatever. Scream 5. Scream 4. Scream 2. And Scream 3. That's my... Lincoln. Yeah, if it wasn't for the performance of Billy and Stu in that f- the end, man, I would put Scream Sits at number one. But since that ending was better, I, I got to put Scream 1996 as number one. Number two, I'm going to go Scream Sits. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was phenomenal. I thought the story was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Scream 4 uh, for me. Number four, Scream 2. I still have Scream 5 as number five, uh, which I still say to, to you, anyone that's watching, it's five excellent films. But number six would be Scream 3, which is okay. I, I give it an okay. It's an okay film. All right. I think and five then, of them are excellent. All right. And then uh, two more little categories, and we'll call it quits. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Opening sequences. Um, I'm going to go. The Scream 1996. I'm gonna go Scream Six because that was so so great. Uh, I would say Scream Two. Uh, I would say Scream. Well, Scream Five, and then I would go Scream Three. And then scream uh, four. four. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't even thought about this. So, uh, <laughs> but on top of my head, best opening, number one, scream six. They changed the formula a little bit. So I, I like that. Plus, you get you got more than one kill. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I really liked how they opened that. As number two, scream 1996. Uh, three, Ooh, two's really good. But you know what? I'm going to go three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Scream 3, Killing Cotton Weary. I, I thought that was a classic opening. It's, it's a gut punch. Yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, four. Oh, I got to go Scream 2022. Tara's, the way she was attacked and survived. Um, five, Scream 2, which is an awesome opening in its own right. I mean. It was great. The only one I don't like is, you know, Scream 4's opening. Uh, I thought that was pretty bad. But everything else was really good in that movie. So that's that's my numbers for best opening. 
Okay. And then the last thing to category is we're gonna do the ghost face. Who the uh, like ghost face killers? Uh, like like the reveals. You know. So I'm gonna go scream one nineteen ninety six. Best ghost face completely. Bill, I mean Billy Loomis and Stu Walker. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go scream two. Mrs. Loomis and uh, Mickey. I love them. Uh, I'm gonna go number three. I think I will go scream four. I love love them like the film the film geek and uh, and Sydney's cousin. Um, yeah. Scream, what's that? Three. I'm gonna go scream. Uh, let's go scream five. Um, for them, yeah, I really enjoyed them. Um, who am I? Who am I missing? Three uh, and uh, oh, oh, scream six. Scream six would be five, and then scream three would be six. Uh. I think Rome best, is the weakest ghost face, in my opinion. So the best killers. Uh, obviously, Stu and Billy's number one. I mean, uh, not just the best kills, but just the more more entertaining reveal. I mean, just everything about that was awesome. Uh, number two, um, I'm going to go Scream 4. I like I like that reveal. I, it don't equal, but it, it, was, it was nice. Uh, three... Scream two, I think uh, it, was, it was solid. Four, I'll go five. Uh, Richie and Amber, I, I, it, it was all right. Of <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, number five, man, you're getting to the bottom here. Uh, Roman, I guess. Yeah, that was a great kill. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Roman beat number five. Number six would be the family getting revenge for Richie. I I just didn't I just didn't really care f- for it. Uh, but uh, overall, I love the movie. So, okay. all right, um, all right. Well, th- that concludes this. Uh, too many survivors in part part six. I agree. Yeah, we we mentioned that. Um, I think it's probably so many survivors so that they can kill off. Oh, they, they, I think they got to go crazy in seven. Um, and I think, <clears throat> like, we can do quick little predictions. Uh, since, uh, thank you, uh, by the way, Castler Garcia. We appreciate you tuning in, by the way. Um, but we, I believe my predictions for seven is that Stu Barker will make his return. I think that the secret... I think we have we're gonna have three Ghostface killers. That's one thing. Well, this is the first time we had three. Uh, I think. Um, yeah. In a sense, but I think we're gonna have three again. I think we're gonna keep the same formula. Uh, maybe I think Stu Mocker. I think we have the best of the Ghostfaces. I think. So I'm thinking of Stu Mocker, and I think uh, the Jill. Roberts. Roberts. I think she's gonna be the the one that you like. Oh, she survived type of thing, and I think. Uh, maybe we'll reveal that Sam is like, and maybe that's what, maybe that's what they're trying to do is to Stu is trying to coerce her into becoming a ghost face. 
becoming the killer. And then maybe like uh, it'd be kind of dope where they um where the whole movie is actually t- Sam committing murders and that uh you know and as a ghost face, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's my predictions. I might be totally wrong. Do you but, predict Sydney returns for seven or she's still I, think, <laughs> I don't think we need Sydney, but if we have Sydney, I think Sydney will return only if, for some reason, she finds out that her cousin's still living. That would make sense. It don't really yeah. make sense for her to return now. But if Jill's alive, that makes sense. Stu is back, that makes sense. But for this, this storyline that's going on, it don't really make sense. It makes sense for Gail, because she's a reporter. Or if Gail dies, then she would. I can see her coming because Gail's dead. Yeah. Uh, predictions for me, uh, as far as killer, I'm just going to go one killer. Stu uh, Walker returns. Uh, Leslie Mocker is out there. Uh, so she is the mother. She's uh, Stu's sister, right? Um, is what I'm understanding. Uh, Sam to trade Sydney for her sister, Tara. If she gets kidnapped. Hmm. Hmm. That's um, interesting. That's interesting. What if also, because I always thought, and what if this was revealed, and I know we got to end, but what if this was revealed that I always thought in Scream 3 that there were still, still two killers? And I always thought that Kincaid was one because I thought I always her husband. Yeah. So Same what if husband. Kincaid was a killer? They I, got away with it, and it becomes revealed that he he was helping Roman all along. He just got away. He's the only one good way. That is also one of my predictions. I was going to say that I, I think Mark is going to return in Scream Seven with Sydney. I I, I think if uh, kind of dope with Jamie Lee. Yeah, Jamie Lee is a therapist. Yeah, I, I, That'd be a nice little callback for Halloween. I mean, she got her own mother to appear in H2O, so Janet Lee. So that'd be kind of cool if she did something like that. It would be awesome if we actually really cross into some other territories. Like, I love Heather Langenkamp to pop up. Because, you know, that's kind of a big homage to Wes Craven. Because uh, he was, she was his original like type of final girl, um, and I would argue and say she was a better final final girl than uh, Laura Laura Strode was. She at least fought Freddy. So, yeah, um, and I'll make another prediction: if they do turn Sam to the dark side, it'll end with her killing Tara. Ooh. That's how that's how the movie ends. So Maybe similar to something like in Psycho, the shower scene. Ooh, that would be interesting. Where you end it with terrors. So instead of beginning with the death of the most famous person that you have in the movie, the last death that you have in the movie is the most famous person. Yeah. And so, you know, if she turns, I, I see that kind of happening. Cause, cause you, know, cause you can probably, expensive to keep yeah. around. The future scream trilogy has to be about Sydney's teenage kids. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I also think that Sydney, they kind of ran the gamut with the Sydney storylines. I think that 
I think now they're going back to everything is about Billy Loomis and connected to Billy Loomis. And I can see Stu Mocker being jealous of like, what about me? What yeah. about, you know, and I can really see that, like, uh, that, you know, I think you, I think you can see him with uh, maybe scarred up face from the television. Um, but like, maybe he's the one that's created the cult of Ghostface. Uh, which it is who, basically who helped, now. Yeah, who helped uh, radicalize Richie and, uh, you know, and Amber, you know, kind of helped them to become who they were is Stu. So it has been Stu since, yeah. you know, since Roman, I guess. It's been Stu kind of feeding the, feeding the beast. Um, uh, scream again for Scream 7. Uh, what do you mean by that? I wonder. Uh, I think it means the title. Oh, Scream Again. Ah. Um. Yeah, be quiet. No, no, that's not what you know. It's what be called. No. I mean, because you know, it's it's getting up there. You don't want to put a number beside Scream too much longer. Yeah. yeah. I like, like that they did it did. for six. Six feels different. It felt like. Instead of and, and they could have said uh, "Scream in New York" or something like that, um, uh, but they, they've been L.A., they've been you know, Hollywood. They did that. They've been New York. They can go abroad, scream in Rome or scream in like um, abroad somewhere um, on vacation on a yacht, scream on a boat. <laughs> um, I, I would stay yeah. away from the boats. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but, but yeah, so um, much you can do on a boat. Scream Six was more action oriented. I agree. Scream Scream Six felt it had the rawness of a, a certain scenes that kind of remind me of uh, Death Wish, in that kind of visceral type of nature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got to end this podcast. We've been going for longer than we should have, uh, but we're just talking Scream. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, I don't know what we have next week. Oh, no, it's, we, it's your pick. Uh, um, I, uh, I think Screams was, was my pick, wouldn't it? Are we doing uh, – yeah, we'll see. I, I, we'll discuss it. But uh, go ahead. Uh, can you read that for me? Uh, glad they showed in part six on TV, Friday the 13th, part eight, and the evasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, that was really good. I love how they uh, how they call back those. Um, but yeah, um, we was gonna you was wanting to do Kevin Williamson one eventually. Oh, sick! Yeah, that was gonna yeah. be my next pick. Okay, but yeah, so uh, uh, we might do something other than horror coming up, uh, and then get back into some more stuff. But in the meantime, and in between time, what do we want people to do, Brandon. Well, if you like this episode, click like, click uh, share, and uh, subscribe to the Mark Out Movie Podcast channel. On YouTube, yep. And uh, and we thank you for watching. Be safe. Have a ha- happy, what is this, uh, Irish Saint day? Yeah. And just be safe and drink responsibly. You're going to drink in the meantime and in between time. Aaron Whitlow. I'm Brandon Spivey. Thank you for marking out with us.